Let me know you're ready. Hey man, the video you posted didn't have no sound. It, I know, it wasn't supposed to have no sound. It's just uh, the link. Wow. Alright. We can get ready to start. Um, what was it something about the NFL? Oh yeah, it takes you to jail. It said, oh you, uh, oh, you made it to the NFL. You still not my son. Who the fuck said that? We said Carl that. Carl Malone, that's the Carl Malone situation. Oh, we said. <laughs> Okay, we didn't say that. Like, I didn't know what right. we was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then we, we did two that. episodes. So one week I, I fucked up and didn't upload it. Yeah. And then it's kind of like I spread it out. Alright, so we can get ready to get started. Uh, we got a special guest today. But in, uh, before we get into that, I want to thank everybody for listening, subscribing, um, sharing. Uh, shout out to all the listeners in Washington, Texas, Arkansas. Uh, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you are constantly rating and sharing the show. Um, we got a special guest today. I'm Ugly Reggie. Um, Velvet Teddy, Big Freddy, the one, <laughs> the one and only Fred Williams. And this is the no job, motherfucker. I have no idea why the fuck he just started randomly fucking clapping, but yeah. Because I was introducing myself. Oh, why the fuck were you clapping for yourself? Damn. Why you? They didn't know that. That was like the applause. Oh shit! Okay, my bad. Yeah, you're a hater. It's okay. Yeah, we do. This is taken for the lives to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to come in this bitch lying about this damn sword he got. But we got a special guest today. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Hey yo, yo. going to the ship, baby. Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas. Hmm. A ship, Ark. And that's it. Hey, he (laughs) runs a show called Trigger too. You forgot to throw that shit in there. Well, I gotta revamp it. But it's still there. Next thing you watch it. I, at one point in time, uh, did a virtual podcast show called Trigger. That's talking about various issues within the regard to black community. Of course, I have other races on too, but, but, but uh, mainly black people, so we can have a discussion. But uh, I plan on revamping it soon. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I think they still can watch some of the old stuff on Facebook, correct? Um, well, actually, my old some of was actually on my old page that got disabled, so you probably won't see it. So that's why I got to revamp it and kind of like. Get some more videos out. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, well, today what I wanted to do is, um, oh yeah, you are uh, you are uh, advocate for uh, HIV and AIDS mm. awareness too. Yeah. You can't, man. You cannot forget to throw that in there because it's very important. Stop downplaying yourself. <laughs> yes, I do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today, what we're gonna talk about is apparently okay. I don't want to come off insensitive whatsoever, so I want I want to put that out there as well. So I'm, 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 but I really want to have a conversation, another conversation about the homosexual community and black women in general. So I understand that both of them are, I don't know, was that underprivileged or like deemed uh, fucked up or just, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how to fucking say that. I don't know where you're going with this, but I did that. underprivileged. Oh. I mean, well, you know, it's kind of deemed sometimes, well, you know, like, like shunned upon community as well. But I find it interesting the relationship in between black women and gay men. Mm-hmm. It's a, they support them until until they man gay. Yeah. yeah. So I want to like speak from your experience of what you feel comfortable talking about and all that shit. Okay, that's fine. But once again, this show is like not super PC, so you can be as you know 
comfortable as possible, so. Oh, I got you. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> you say not super PC? It's not super PC. Because I want people to be as comfortable as possible, but I may also want them to tell the truth. And we, gonna, we, 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 get, we probably going to be getting counseled a lot. I mean, well, you I mean, you, you ain't going to have no gay jokes because, no. you know. No, I, don't, I don't think counseled is the word. It's just basically um, just... If you're not demeaning anyone, you're yeah. just explaining, I would say, your experience or thoughts. Thoughts. Those are, you know, it's not um, your intentions or actions to um, go against someone or demean someone. You're just sharing thoughts. So, that's all it is. <laughs> okay, so Fred, it's okay to show you ignorance today. <laughs> it's okay to show you ignorance today. Okay. I don't be intentionally trying to hurt anybody. They do. You said I do? Yeah. A long time you were afraid of gay people. Huh? A long time you afraid of gay people. I've never been I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> Why would I be afraid? That makes no sense. Ever since you got this sword, you acted real different, Fred. My cousin gay. <laughs> I do what, I do what people say. Well, well actually, what here's the thing about the thing that makes sense that my cousin gay. You sound like, well, I'm not saying sound like, but you know, people will refer that phrase to. I got a black friend. That's why I said it. I got a black friend. Something like that. Nah, I'm saying that's why I said it. But yeah. nah, my cousin is actually gay. But I'm saying I said it for that effect because <laughs> that's yeah, it was just yeah, it was yeah. just like that. <laughs> so go ahead and let's let's um just dissect it from your perspective, saying Jay, the, the relation that you have with most women, like most women. Well, I just go based off my relationships just in general. Well, I would say social connections, mm-hmm. um, socially. So um, I do deal with social anxiety. It's just not just with um, women. It's just people, humans in general. If you're gay, straight, black, white, you know, yeah. it's just in general. Um, but of course, my surrounding or my interactions that does happen is mainly through, I'll say, black people and gay people. Okay. Um, well, black, the black gay community, really, for, for the most part. And, um, but my experience through that, of course, growing up, um, you know, usual rural area, bullying, being gay, blah, blah, go through those, go through that trauma. And now as an adult, um, for me now, I am intentionally working on, slowly, very slowly, my relationship or the social, you know, well, mainly with black men. Um, and particularly straight black men, you know, because of full out, that has been a barrier. Okay, well, you know what? We can talk. We we can get into that then. How, what what a barrier do you feel like us as heterosexual? Barrier, well, far as you know, me growing up in a religious era, and then you know, of course, most of my I would say, um, you know how it is. You know, of course, you know, more than blah. Yeah. You know, the hood mentality, you know, people used for being gay, blah, blah, go through that. And then basically just, just fitting in, you know, I feel like I never had like a connection with, you know, black men besides my brother and my cousin. That's not the outside of that, you know, like the camaraderie or being accepted or, you know, always, you know, expected or feared to be shunned. You know, because it has been shown, you know, especially when I'm in church or in school. So, you know, um, I kind of 
shied away from that, but as an adult now, I am responsible for my healing, whatever it may be, a yeah. person is responsible for their healing. And so I have gotten some counseling and, and therapy. And of course, I had to change my bias views. Let's get into that. Okay. Me as a uh, black gay man, you know, um, expecting someone like you to automatically never say be homophobic if you find out or seen that I'm gay or you know just my interaction you know I for one I try not to well I have tried not to interact with someone because I'm very conscious you know let's say me I'm talking to you just in general you now I may be thinking I hope he doesn't think I'm trying to come on to him or 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 someone looking at us you know conversating or just being friendly with each other people like oh well he gay he's talking to him some of that matter has been very embedded in me and then you know for like let's say when we first met in person Reggie yeah. uh, when you wanted to give me a hug I was hesitant because of that fact of you know that male affection ironically <laughs> you would someone would say well he might like the hug or whatever you know what and, and it's not in a sexual way it was actually just for as a comforting thing no fuck that man I'm out here embracing black men fuck that well, see, this is, that is the thing, as far as me, that has been embedded in me, is yep. vow. I had to, you know, get that healing and understanding. You know, I speak about how my, well, my brother had spoke to me about how he, how he remembered, man, we were younger, we were little kids, and um, he had went to go uh, spend time with his dad on his dad's side of the family, whatever, and then he, he said that when he had came back, he remembered when he had came back, I gave him the biggest hug. Mm-hmm. You know, just I was happy to see him. And then he said that how, um, you know, sadly he had to watch, of course, me being bullied for being able to lie, whatever, how distant I came, I became with him. Yeah. Like far as trying to affect him. So that actually affects, you know, someone like me. People really don't care about the you know, mental aspect or the emotional aspect, you know, having to bear and deal with this, of, you know, trying to fit in or, you know, your manhood and stuff of that matter as well. So, um, that's something that as an adult I'm becoming, among other things, having to say heal from and work towards, basically. Of course, there's always going to be someone, you know, based on their, you know, beliefs where may not like me, you know, of course, you know, for being, you know, attracted to me, I mean, even though it has to do with them exactly. But, you know, there are people like, you know, you showing that great example. Uh, you know, or just except me, looking at me as a human being, not some disgusting, foul, sexual, immoral person as you know, based on religion in the sense. You know, you don't look at me in that way. You treat me with, you know, decency. No. Very much so. You know, that's something that, you know, just that general, you know, interaction no. with fellow black men is something that I am. Um, intentionally working on, you know, of course, getting through my social anxiety, just wondering, you know, hoping, you know, just still working on just being myself. You know, I'm not going to be 30 in the next few couple of months. I'm still working just to be myself, pretty much. So, what do you think, Fred? About what specifically? What he said about the interaction between uh, homosexual guys and us straight guys. Like, I mean, what are you saying? Like, oh, I mean, I guess you gotta. I don't really know. Cause I mean, if a straight like if a, I guess a random straight guy 
and that you don't know. I mean, I guess because of so much judgment, like he was saying that other people on the outside, mm -hmm. they're friends with that person. I'll give you an example. Like, I, I did say my cousin was gay. Mm -hmm. So his brother, you know, growing up how we grew up, yeah. he, I guess he, he's a transgender now, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he, he did the change or whatever. So, like, if his brother would pick him up, his brother felt some type of way about it. Yeah. So, like, he wouldn't, you know, leave him out to drive. Nothing. You couldn't say nothing bad about him. Nothing yeah, like but it's, that. you can still tell but that there's a... he was just, like, because of the perception of other people. Ah, yeah. It was like, now, nah, if I pick you up, you got to ride in the back. Which is fucked up. That's fucked. That's kind of fucked up. Man, his brother wasn't that type of person mm -hmm. as far as, you know, the vindictive. Yeah. But I have been, like, like I said, my ex, she was bi. So, yeah. I was engulfed in a lot. I've seen a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally have seen. Yeah. I met a lot of gay dudes that use that, they, they play them games. Mm -hmm. So like, say you know, you cool with them or whatever and say it's a group of women coming through or whatever coming by. Yeah. He might act different now yeah. in front of you doing something to make it seem like y'all got some yeah, type of relationship yeah. or something going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have been, like I said, since I've been with her and like even with my wife and her best friend, you start seeing certain things like my experience a bunch of gay men are real vindictive like they do a lot of stuff to you know not only to each other but they kind of understand they understand the perception that comes yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying like they as far as undercover dudes like the dudes that's getting exposed normally come from the gay dude that's exposing them yeah so he's like he's, well, I I would say certain gay men, unfortunately, and that's something that I'm actually against. Um, far as I would say, dealing with the uh, yes, there are certain vindictive people, and unfortunately, the social media. Right. I hate that it is mainly if it is to that you know when it comes out, you know that fact that it may come from a course black woman or a black gay male. But again, that's not the perception that all. Unfortunately, gay men are like that. Black gay men, but it is unfortunate. It is the truth that certain black men, black gay men, um, uh, um, will out someone thinking that it's cute or for whatever. But again, you know, that comes to I would say a oh, I call it a grimy mindset. Um, of course, you know, it's have to think about it in this way you know unfortunately this particular black gay male has been bullied or you know just in that wretched mindset that's something that I can't you know deal, get with you know very as rich you know I'm very reserved yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a certain extent and you know I don't care myself in that way far as you know the um, you know I'm just reserved so, know, my, so my question is like so what is your what is your, what is your what is what is your experience with uh, download men and how it goes? Because I I've heard well, well here's the thing um, download men um, because hold on let me I didn't mean to cut you off because my experience what I've heard is that it's some some about because um, usually I advise gay men from chasing those brothers that's down low because sometimes it does turn violent once they get outed. 
Yeah, and that, that is a thing for as you know, far as why the outing. You know, because again, I would say the environment. You know, mm-hmm. um, the environment may be very grimy, which I mean for as ratchet. Yeah. No, um, no progressive mindset. Um, my crabs in the bucket. So thinking, I would say, so you don't make a shit is cute because you know, trying to figure out who you're having sex with, which means with me, who, whoever has sex with, is none of your business. I'm not, I'm not talking about it <laughs> for one. Um, and you just that it, it's really uh, how can I say it? Like if someone is like doing that. Mm-hmm. That type of just mindset and environment where you're always talking and gossiping and, you know, nothing else better to do, thinking it's cute, I, I can't get with that. No matter who you are at this point. Forget sexuality or race and just you doing all that, I, that's not my thing. But that's a personal thing for me. Oh, right. But um, my experience with um, down on me and brother may be, have been, far as um, I would say, of course, it's usually it's a hookup that is what it is. Because again, as far as like relationship, whatever, that's something I would never do. Yeah. <laughs> that's something that that because again, no, far as me, even though I am reserved and I would say private, still there's just a personal thing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a mandatory like you. They have to like how can I say? If we're together, of course you would know it, but like that's all you would know. You know, I'm not putting my our business what we have going on, or that's just you're going to know that we're just together. That's pretty much kind of it. You know, mm-hmm. I want someone that is actually functionally free, of course. You know, not worried about you know what other people are saying, even though they're going to say you have you know having judgments and anything of that or perceptions, whatever. But um, I would prefer someone that is that knows for themselves that's not in denial pretty much you know based down on me so um, my experience really has been just hooked up Steve even if that because again you know I'm not asking if you DL you know because it just has it's been a hookup you know this it is what it is and I'm not going to demean them as well just say no that's all they are just a sexual being but I'm just that's the only interaction it, it has been. Okay. What are you saying for sexual, just not you know, <clears throat> nothing going forward. I've always thought that this is just my my way of thinking. I've never thought that anybody was necessarily down low. Mm-hmm. I've always thought like because you know, when a gay person does come out, it tends to get shunned. Yeah. So I've always just felt like maybe that person just ain't out yet. I mean, if he if he's messing with a woman I mean, I, and he's with a man. He's he's cheating. Either way, like if he's messing with the woman and messing with a man, he's cheating. If he's with that man and messing with a woman, he's still cheating. But it's just like I feel like when people do that, expose you, when they expose you like that, it's like you took his, you know, you took his stuff away. Like he went, maybe he wasn't ready to live in his truth. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah, you took that chance yeah. from him. You basically took the opportunity. Uh-huh. And even with that, someone that outed someone, they're feeling pain as well. So you want to make someone else suffer as well as you, whatever yeah. it may be. Right. And so with you know, so that's and again, I would say hurt people, hurt people. True. So 
that I will um, put that phrase with that particular action. And um, whenever I've seen, this, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And then, you know, this course leads to sexuality as well, because again, you know, every person that's not out or down low that messes with the same sex, it's not always straight up gay. They always go to that gay reference. Mm-hmm. Um, because just like women can be bisexual, men can be bisexual as well. Yeah, especially for a black man, it's hard for, I would say, one, you know, um, for a black male in particular to be out as bisexual, even though they is coming out more, you know, they're being more comfortable themselves. But, you know, it's easier for a woman, a black woman, you know, to be accepted as bisexual because women are sexualized anyway. But, um, far as black male, you know, far as nothing manhood and us trying to figure out, you know, how to be a man and stuff in this matter of sexuality, you know, people want to um, have their own perceptions on you, you know, about your sexuality. But sexuality is the key to everything, basically. You know, um, if you're bi or whatnot, he's gay or I'm not going to date him because he's bisexual. And you know, his misconception is, you know, just like a woman, then they can be, it's it just saying they are attracted, not, not meaning they're sexually active, they're just attracted. There's a difference between that. And so a man, I've seen men be faithful to their actual girlfriends or wives because, you know, they actually are in love with them. They're just mentioning, you know, they are attracted to men. Now there are some men and women who are, as they would say, greedy. You know, they just basically being hoes. That's what it is. <laughs> Sleeping men and women. They, they, they're just trying to have a cake and eat it too. And then there's, there are some men and women that are masking the opposite sex, you know, just masking that they actually are actually uh, gay. Yeah, so, yeah, saving face by uh, is, being, you know, heterosexual. Because yeah. so, society is more accepted to be that way versus being. But, like, how can. I mean. And wouldn't it be hard? Because, like, if I'm not attracted to a woman. But see, I, I, like, no, 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 it's not hard. It is not hard. It's I think hard for them to, um, I would say, hard to come out. Because I think, I think. Be accepted, but think about it. You think about our community. Uh, your environment. Yeah, community. Community. Think about our culture. Yeah. One, we, then religion, going into it. So there are people who will mask things. Well, I'm saying. Just, I, just, just be accepted. I get masking like far as being like dealing with a woman, but I'm saying like dealing with her sexually, because if I'm not attracted but to see, her, I, think, I can't finish. But I think what this issue is like, I think also is you have to realize humans is we're 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 creatures of community. So what happens is I think the fear of being shunned from your community or picked to yours, your decided community, right, right. outweighs it. So you figure out. I mean, you'll do whatever you have to do. That's why I think most motherfuckers will exactly. result to, to drugs or alcohol just to get themselves sexually get ready. Through, okay. Yeah, to do that so that you know it's like I can't I can't be shunned by this community because right, right, right. if I am, then you know this is my identity. And th- another thing I always, like I said, thought with the exposing, I always felt like the person that does the exposing is like insecure with themselves. Oh, I almost, look, I to this yeah, day. Exactly. Because the way they normally, no? the way they normally do it is like you're trying to oh, demean, I demean want you to him for being yeah. gay. Yeah. That, and, and it's that, like, and that's why I wanted to have crazy. that conversation because I'm telling you right now on social media I see it all the time. I ultimately think there's an insecure issue with how 
It goes back to what you said on that first episode, how you were like, if a man cheats or if a man gay, if he did something prior to the relationship, it it shouldn't matter. But like I said, if you ask most women, they're like, well, I just can't be with a man that's gay. They never say bisexual. They automatically say gay. This is a double standard, though. A man can't be bi. Yeah, he can't. In in society's eyes, you you straight up gay. But I had one woman. I had one woman explain to me. She was like, "Well, the reason why I feel like I can't accept that is because you want a man, and there's nothing I can do to compare that. I can't be a man. I don't. Have, I guess I can get man parts, but it's at, at the essence of it is I I'm not that, and I can't give you that. But then you have people like I said it. I'm necessarily thinking it's the fact that he he fell in love with this person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it. Man parts because if he if he mess with a one it you know what I'm saying no, I, I, I was it's it. just when, women be just doing the most when it comes to that type of stuff like it, it's like it's double standards because yeah. I mean you ain't sitting there telling her that like you, you wanted a woman it's yeah. not gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. can't compare with that yeah you know what I'm saying it's yeah. just it's women are worried about perception just like men are yeah other women yeah. like yo yo man was taking dick yeah so yeah. they gonna, they gonna you know, and they yeah. they in the air. Yeah, they because, in the air. And not to and interrupt you guys, but I also think it's because we don't look at sex as an experience between two individuals. We look at it more as like a dominant thing. It's, it's yeah, dominant or or a, a form of um, of course I would say a status. I'm going to yeah. give it, you know, this the word and how the today is, you know, for a status. Even for us as black men, I'm, I'm, I would say it's common. You know, from my experience with me, my view is common that most of us black men, as far as our status to be accepted growing up, is through sex. Yeah. Being peer pressure. Yeah. Talking about it. And so, someone like me, if I was in complete denial of myself trying to be accepted, being peer pressure into sex, trying to have sex with a girl. Who would have known that I probably wouldn't? And of course, look at this, not being educated about sex, just doing it willy-nilly, I could have maybe call something for one early, very early, or she got pregnant. And now I have to deal with the baby, the consequence of that, when their peer pressure, not being knowledgeable and being you know, in denial as well. Yeah, that's I a sticky situation. Raise it. So, you know, that leads to a lot of things. And then, for one, not just that, as far as us being black men, of course, and black girls as well, um, being preyed upon. So even though, you know, we, some, there are some guys, of course, in our teenager years, maybe have had sex with an older woman, over 18, being pre pressured into that. Yeah, free to free, free Even, free though, free it, even though in that moment, in that 14-year-old, 15-year-old mindset, you know, having sex with an older woman way over 18, you enjoy that feeling. It is what it is. But the fact of it is, you were preyed upon. Just like, and again, the double standard is, if it happened to, let's say, you were the girl at 14 and had to the older man and got found out, it would have turned into a whole different thing. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, it's just like, matter of fact, it's a, didn't you send that article to me? Yeah, that the, the say cheese shit, don't yeah, you? Woman. Yeah. 13 years old. She, 13 year old got her pregnant, but there will be no charges pressed. Right. And like I said, yeah. in the hoods across the world. around, you know, would be a whole different thing. So, the thing about it is, you know, especially as black, as men as well, 
you know, in the general concept, it is, for one, is it, uh, you say, is it expected of us, or, you know, not, or, or say disregarded, especially as black boys, to be sexual, especially of a certain age. Because when. And disregarded, really, to an extent. Like I said, when a black boy turns 13, 14, start being managed, and if these hoods across America, you, you're. You're in environments with older women. Oh, it happens way before you ten teens now. Well, I mean, no. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just when, when you know, in that in that hood environment, when you outside doing grown yeah. up stuff. Well, you, I, th- I think I think it goes back to both what y'all said. I think it's I think it's what happens when you see it, and no one actually explains what you're seeing. So you're seeing mom or daddy with multiple partners. You're seeing things on TV. You're seeing inappropriate touches, and no one's really explaining that to you what's going on. It's kind of one of the things. Well, it's what grown people do. You're supposed to do it. Then, like I said, when you're in the hood environment, and let's say you projects, like we just was talking about. It. Yeah. They throwing a party like on what? Minister Society. Minister Society. That, yeah. that happens yeah. all the time. Minister Society. You yeah. 13 years old. The adults really not tripping on you, and the adults ain't number 20, 20, 20 not, to twenty five. They really not adults. They, 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 they're young, so and you might have that that neighborhood female that that, that go ham. Yeah, one of the OGs like oh slap her ass. Yeah, so you go do it. She don't say nothing. She smile. Yeah, it confuse you. Or then you know say the OG like hey take the little homie in the back. Yeah. That grown woman take little buddy back there, yeah, and had the bit. So you know he like, shh. like you say, he not complaining about it. But yeah. at the same time, this girl was twenty five. He thirteen. Yeah, she should have yeah. like she should have like what Boosie did. A lot of people came down on Boosie, which that they should have. Yeah. But I'm like, the woman had was at no fault. I'm like, this was a grown woman. Why the fuck we charge her? Like, why she didn't say no? Yes. Because she he offered her money. Like, bro, and. <laughs> So this, that makes it okay. Yeah, you, hey man, we put a lot of we put price no, tags on a lot of shit. And, and you know, not just a violator, Boosie should be double violated because he's the one that set it up. That's what I'm saying. Want to set it up. I, I feel like they both should hold. They both like, mind. No, of course, no way. It, it, it's not even a level of it. You know, they both are. Yeah, they, they both are. Like, like, I can get my how you was set it up for a minder. So yes. Any sex, oral, or But that goes back to that hood stuff across like that what Boosie did happens in these hoods. I don't think it's just hood. I don't I don't want to say it's another I think it's all, I think you can take the rich white man from Wall Street that's got it that's that's like just as fucked up in the head well, does the same that. thing well, to I'm his saying, son. I can't speak on that because I mean, I'm not in that I'm not I wasn't that in that environment. Okay. I'm speaking on where I come yeah, from. So I'm like yeah, these hoods across the world, like OGs and all that. They do what Boosie did. Yeah. Boosie ain't removed from. He still has that stupid ass mindset, yeah. even though he's a millionaire. His mindset that. is still in Trapped the fucking it. trenches, Trapped and it. it's like. You see a millionaire? Huh? You see a millionaire? Yeah, he a millionaire. He just still stuck in that. I think that, he's, yeah, he's still doing dumb, dumb that English shit. Yeah, I mean. Still, Surprisingly, he ain't got locked up again. He still does. He itching. He itching. Oh, 
and you see the devil staring as well. So we know that his daughter is gay. Yeah, his daughter is gay. Whatever. But nothing, he ain't saying nothing about that. It's real about the gay men. So again, it's people's pick and chooses as well. What do you mean, Sanjay? They, the media is pushing gay agenda on our little boy. What do you mean? Yeah, he spoke on his daughter, and he, you know. I love, I love it when they say they got a gay agenda. That shit, God, that shit is fucking hilarious. Man, people do say well, that. I didn't hear what he said about his daughter because again, I don't follow him on purpose. I don't. He just came on a little, on the little TikTok of you know Vlad. Vlad just be asking questions, mm-hmm. and he was just like you know, like she gay. He was like she, she waited you know until she was an adult and all that because he brought up the Gabrielle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was saying. Like to come out and bring it around the family and all that. And he was bringing up the Gabrielle Union and and Dwayne Wade situation. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, the kid wasn't old enough to know. That type of stuff. It it was the same nonsense. See, and this thing as well, as far as intellect. Right. um, Or I would say awareness. For someone that is gay like me or for his daughter. We're not dumb. We were just smart enough not to say it as a child because again, we probably hear as backlash. Sure, you're gonna beat the gay at me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Stuff of that matter or being shown. Mm-hmm. So we are aware. We're not dumb. We're we are, and then there are I know gay men, gay women, bi women, whatever, bi men are smart in school. Straight A's and all that stuff. They just want to keep this straight and smart enough. You know, to know their environment. Not, and I don't know people that came out as gay or trans after they got their degree in college. That's crazy. Because they want to have this set up for themselves. They're smart enough to wait. Yeah. I say for he, them, for their mentality to be to be safe. Yeah. He 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 a hypocrite. I mean. Boosie is a father at the end of the day, and he loves his fucking kids, even though he makes stupid decisions. She came out and Boosie loved his daughter. That was the end, basically the end of it. Like, everybody was like, now what you gonna do? Love my daughter. Love my daughter. Like, yeah. wasn't nothing else he could say. Yeah. They was like, so what's up with all the other shit you was talking? He couldn't really say to Well, shit, my pops did the same thing. He told us if any of us come out, if any one of us come out gay, he gonna disown us. The niggas be talking. Nigga, that's why I've learned a long time. Like, niggas just be talking. Like, bro, shut Because when it happens, is you really just not gonna be around your kid? Especially if you. So I'm going to share a story that I never known about until sometime last year about our mother. Of course, she's no, I don't know my mother to be. Of course, you know, we have struggles, you know, very tough on us, but later years, very sweet woman, just full of wisdom, just still going to be herself because she's, she's, she's human. She makes mistakes, whatever. But as far as I would say, due to this uh, religious talk, religious mindset, or whatever. It was told to me that someone that I considered a fun. She's a guy fun. Uh, she remember when I was younger, very he's, little, like a, said not a, a toddler. He said like a what? Hold on, what'd you say, Sanjay? You said what? What'd you say? A, a guy what? No, no, no. A guy auntie, like my auntie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We didn't say my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, you're my guy auntie. Mm-hmm. So um, she relates to me that, of course, you know, when I was younger, like pre K or whatever. Around the age time, um, age frame, pretty much. Um, you know, at the church, they just had these number of guys, you know, just hanging around the church. You know, it's my house, whatever, but not. And then I had this little, you know, talk, girl talk, whatever it may have been. You know, they had their talks about, you know, whatever it may have been, such a gay people, whatever. 
And, um, you know, for my mother, she never did this. It was just his mindset then. And I believe she knew then, but she just, no, then. She ignored it or not addressed it fully on growing up. Maybe she not, did not know how to. Yeah, now. Or, you know, but me being gay, I'm like, girl, you have to know. I'm like, but anyway, back to the story to where they had this girl talk. And one of the, whoever the ladies mentioned, you know, um, about gay people. And it was like, well, ain't Sanjay gay or whatever? I'm like, for them to say that, and I'm little like this in pre-K, y'all knew, but never said anything. Y'all just ignored it. But anyway, um, they asked my mom, you know, what would you do if he came out gay? My mom said, you know, well, I'm just going to beat him, whatever. That type of talk. Yeah. You know, I'm going to disown or beat him or whatever. You know, she never did that, actually. She never did. <laughs> but that type of talk, my god auntie said, you know, your mama loved it. She would never have done that. She never did. Uh, she addressed that was ignorant, stupid talk. That was um, I mean, the preacher we had back then going yeah, up. I think it was a position in which she was she, in. She, 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 she mentioned back, um, you know, them being under under that leadership, under that particular pastor. She spoke about how he spoke so much, of so much hate and ignorant, even though she still believes in her faith in God. She's not religious. She's got from under that. You know, she she called she called that out. How you know hateful and ignorant that was as far as the environment. You know, it wasn't progressive. It wasn't you no know, God, basically. Yeah. You know, so you know how you know again. There's just talk, really. Hopefully, it is for your dad. You know. Oh yeah, you know my brother came out and he, you know, he did what did, but I, I mean, your brother again. Hmm. Which one? Uh, the third one. Huh? <laughs> he said, "No, it's not Jante. Yeah, no, it's not Jante. Jante, Jante, like happily, like heterosexual and married. I mean, that's true. Bro. That's true. And, 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 and I appreciate that also for like Jante as well. He was an upperclassman. He's a graduate a year before me. Mm-hmm. But he was so he was very nice to me as well. Like cool, just like Reggie." Yeah, I mean that's what that's what we view, man. We don't, we, you know, we were raised right. We were, we were mean. Yeah, y'all, yeah, because you, yeah, yeah, you little rock motherfucker is different, bro. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm not to outside people. Yeah. Like to our cook, we was mean. We oh, oh most definitely. We oh, turned him gay. Oh no, most definitely. Like corn, we used to whoop corn ass. Just nah, we, fuck we, up we, it. We didn't fight him. We just, you know, because we were the older brothers. We so definitely I mean. called him gay. It was just we outside playing. He in there playing Barbie dolls with our girl cousin. Mm-hmm. So we like, man, you being gay. It wasn't necessarily us like really like, hey man, you gay. But we was kids too. Yeah, he was just a so like, Y'all wasn't aware of the how the rhetoric was. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. was low key yeah, just the same. Even to that person, or as a child, even for me, I didn't know what gay being was. I just knew. That if I'm being picked on the game for me, it's to receive. I need, I need to hide. Yeah. I need to cover up. Yeah. And I don't like this. I see. He, uh, he was. He was. He was out there with him. He was flamboyant so, at, at seven. He was yes. very flamboyant. But he um. Uh, on like you know, like I said, some people still got their hood 
just don't know no better. I think a so lot far of, as words. Bro, I think a lot of them secretly want to be gay, but they just afraid to experiment with it because of the negative concept. I understand, I understand that too. When you get like certain people that say certain things, not necessarily like I'm saying it toward like yeah. say the F word. No. Say my cousin called me that. Yeah. He not, you know what I'm saying, on some making fun of he just saying it. This yeah. just like you call your homeboy, man, you acting like a real bitch ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, say it all. Well, he said, yeah. yeah, and then, you know, if you're around the wrong person. That could be perceived differently. Oh, you, they on your ass. Yeah, they could be seen and taken completely different, you know. Like, I've been called. Okay, so I know the word y'all talking about. I'm going to say it. He's referring to the word faggot, y'all. But. <laughs> he said that shit's strong. He's canceled. Oh, my God. So, Said you finna get us canceled, man. We can't put this on the internet. Okay, okay, so everyone is listening. Stop canceling. Y'all stop saying that. Don't get us on Slack. Demonetize. Whatever the stuff they do. getting any money in that. I'll just. No, 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 guys. He's using that particular word as far as his experience on how people use it. Right, right. And like for me, that word. That sexual slur, or another word, um, a faggot or a sissy. Yes, those are right. triggering words for me in particular because those words are used as to demean me or to bully me. For mm. you know, as a sense. So of course, like the word, um, if I can open say the word nigga on here. No, shit, you say it all the time. You can say whatever. I'm just talking shit. Oh, okay. Okay, so well, I, I told you, I told Sanjay ass prior to the show we are super relaxed. The yeah, whole point, of the, okay. the whole point of the show okay, is so, uh, okay. So like yeah. you know, far as you know, the word um, how white people or maybe other alternative races, but mainly white people in this country, you mm. know, use their words, the term nigger, to demean us. Yeah. You know, to trigger us, whatever. And how I think before how hip hop in the sense. Uh, took back that word, you know, as far as lyrics using the word nigga without the er, yeah. and how it's, it's our term of endearment, pretty much. It took back power for that word, even though there are some users like you no, know, and even though there are some who try to use the er to demean someone, so pretty much to trigger it. We know for one, you will get your butt handed to you for one, mm-hmm. but also how. Um, much of a gatekeep of that word, the word nigga, far as in our music and songs, how people are very careful because it's like y'all have um, monitored us on how we can move in this world, you know, far as being rich or uh, free and all this stuff, and now we're monitoring you on how to not use this particular word. And now you have some are upset, and they're thankful. There are some that are actually respectful. My, but this is our word. We took back that word. And how, uh, but also far as in the um, um, gay world, for one, that word of CCR faggot, even though for me it's triggering, I don't use that to describe anyone because I don't describe that way to the me. But there are some who use that word, like Fred mentioned, you know, in a freely or a term of an. I would say maybe endearment or or actually to describe someone, um, you know, they can do that. But if in my space in particular, I have a banner where I'm not going to demean someone or use it, and I I would actually say that to you, whoever you are, gay or straight, whatever. Yeah. I don't care to hear that, basically. So. So okay, Sanjay, what the fuck we need to do to bridge the gap between? 
heterosexual men and gay men? What what what, what do you need from us? Because it's both sides actually. So as I mentioned earlier, of course I would say far as education, before as looking at each other as human. Yeah. Because we, you know, I mentioned that I had this perception of you know black straight men, you know, wondering if they'll want to be uh, verbally violent towards me. Or, or hostile towards me because of my sexuality, even though I'm not, even though I'm, even though I don't want that to be on front street, my yeah. sexuality, it feels in a sense, you know, uh, this is part of me, you know, even though, you know, that's something I want, but you know, if you ask me, I'm tell you, but I'm not fucked, I'm just for you to respect me as a human being and my character, yeah. for one. And so, of course, I have to go through that, um, running that unbiased way of interaction. You know, I'm expecting someone to be violent towards me, verbally violent, or hesitant to be around me. And I'm showing that even though there's some that may be like that, I'm grateful for that examples of my brother Rashad, you, my cousin, the other black, you know, straight men that have, you know, just being kind and just looking to me as a human being. And that, that's the same thing that black straight man can do as well, just look at each other as human beings, you know? And being nice, and, and then of course, you know, um, being nice and courteous, you know, I want to just tell black, you know, black men in general, black straight man, you know, that doesn't, you know, hopefully, to people, if you see that, it doesn't mean that they're gay. It just means they are just being genuinely nice and treating someone as a human being. And just how I see lately on social media, because I'm on social media too a lot, you know, I don't say nothing, how people have commentary just about these images of black men just being affectionate with, with each other. They're, they're not even kissing, they're just... Go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and get it off yeah. the chest. Go ahead. No, 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 get it off your chest and quit holding this shit. Jonathan, um, Jonathan and Jordan together. Yep. That is actually amazing. Just how I mentioned how, you know, the dude hugging my brother or hugging you, it's actually comforting as far as, you know, you know, like, it's okay, you know. It's nothing sexual. They're trying to make it a sexual thing, especially with, because they don't know how to handle it. They've never seen that imagery a lot. You know, it's, it's not expected of us to, you know, um, you know, show the affection of us, hug each other, or letting us be okay. Just embracing each other, yeah. Each other. Yeah. And, and, you know, image of um, Chadwick and Jordan, you know, before Chadwick had died. That was powerful as well. And other black men, too, as well. So, Hold on, so hold my thing, my thing, hold on, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think the only reason people were okay with that picture is because hindsight is 2020, he was sick and he was dying, so everybody was like, oh my God, let's embrace him now, because prior to that coming out, everybody was like, what the fuck, why he hugging on him like that? I seen a video of a man with his son, they was cooking in the kitchen, and they was like dancing and stuff. Yeah. And folks was in the comment dragging that man, like, why, what's, what's wrong with you, you growing him up to be gay? Just cause a nigga dance with a like, Bro, that's his dad. Bro, niggas like niggas like I learned like, a long time ago. Niggas got father issues, and niggas be and really this, wishing that was them with their dad. It was a, a very, a very father's a very it's a, fucked up. And that's what it is. Fuck. I can remember, 
You know, I wish I had a father, a very healthy relationship with my father, but I don't. Never have. And as far as that affection, I remember when I was younger, I never forget this. I was with my dad, and we were outside, whatever, just, I don't know, for the conversation. And he was trying to spend some you know, games with me or not, or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he mentioned that I'm not going to hug you, you know, we don't hug each other, whatever. As far as a manhood, whatever. And I wish that could have happened, but it didn't. So, that right there, when I see positive imagery of someone with their black father just loving them genuinely, you know, I don't become envy, I become, you know, sorrow because I never got that. Yeah, I was saying, like I said, I, I, yeah, that's, that's what ultimately what it is. A lot of them be wanting, they be wanting that. It's unfamiliar to them. They be wanting that. They be wanting their dad to hug it, It's very unfamiliar, but thankfully, you know, I'm not in that mindset. And even though I don't have it, I'm not projecting or trying to hurt someone or, you know, raising my dad's my grand mindset. Yeah. If I had it, you know, because I don't have a daddy, you know, why you doing all that, you know, with your son or whatever. No, I actually wish I had that. I mean, and it's hard, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's emotionally hard Tag to do that. Man, this stuff that I know I got to work on within myself. Like what? Well, I'm, I'm an insensitive person. I'm, 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 I'm realizing it more and more. And I ain't got to do with my upbringing. But, because I, I, I got a cousin. He, uh, his, well, my uncle mm-hmm. was apparently just do dad. Mm-hmm. But he don't claim him. Yeah. So you know we're at a at a at a picnic, buddy crying. You know my cousin's crying. Yeah, he's older than me. He's like forty something. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there because he was trying to tell me some life stuff about my dad. You know how my relationship. Oh, yeah. Pop, my pops was talking, saying something to me. Yeah. And I was like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and dude was like, you need to respect your pops. And he was just saying something to me. Mm-hmm. And my reaction, like, nigga, who the fuck is you talking to? I was like, bro, fuck you and him. Like, he said, fuck you. Get away from me. And then, you know, he kind of moved, he went somewhere, but then he came back, he was crying. Mm-hmm. Like, crying, crying, snot out his nose. I still get a real good And I'm like, well, what the fuck wrong with this dude? Duh. They saying his daddy ain't claiming him. So I'm looking around, like, what the fuck is this nigga's daddy? Yeah. And they was like, him. So I look. And I'm like, that's like the, the tears, like he was genuinely sad. Yeah. And my response was like, nigga, you was grown. But I, you know, in hindsight, when I, yeah. you know, this was a couple of years ago, I was yeah. like, damn, people do be having, you know, well, see, he wanted that relationship with his father. But see, I think, I, so I think ultimately in that moment, that's why he was jumping on your ass about your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, yeah. I looked at it, I was yeah. like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But like me and my pops have a relationship. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, you know it's what I'm saying? Out. We just, Grew up in the same type of way, so I was like, he in my ear talking. I'm like, man, leave me alone. Yeah, we, I got this over him. Yeah, but the fact that dude was like, he was balling. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, dog, you still, you still on this? You forty something? You got your own family? Why you seeking your dad's approval? I think dudes always do though. And I realized that now, because I was like, in my mind, 
Fuck that nigga. Yeah. If he ain't claiming you, Fuck he don't want to be a part of your kid's life. And Fuck him, yeah. Like, yo, forget him. Yeah. And in my head, I feel like his karma gonna come to him. Which I agree. I agree. But, but I think... I get... Something ingrained was in us. He wanted yeah, his daddy approval. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's ingrained in us, man. And then with that is, you know, I think about, as you mentioned, you know, of course, you know, brother karma gonna come on him for not taking care of his responsibility. Yeah, but I can think about going up, how of an imprint or impact not having the father there has had on them as well, because children or teenagers are human too. They have feelings. And then, you know, they remember how you made them feel. Right, so that's one of the uh, one things. It's one thing my grandma always told me. She was like, "Remember how happy you remember how that made you feel." So it's just something that I, I, I definitely try to you know be more sensitive, I, loving I, to my kids. I think uh, I think what emotionally fluent. Yeah, yeah, fluent. to my kids because I know available. I have to be aware. Yeah. Cause like with you know I, we didn't grow up with the hugs and the kisses. Oh, I hug my son. I hug my son so all the time. I do that now a lot just cause you know l- listen to other people talk. Mm-hmm. They be like you know it ain't like I don't necessarily say I missed it cause I didn't experience it. I didn't see it. Yeah. So, so it, it, it wasn't it, something that I'm like I was yearning for. Yeah. I can like the, the pops was here. Yeah. I get it. He yeah. was but he was like a he was in the hood here. He wasn't necessarily in the no, house, but he was I'm, out. I'm so I seen him. Yeah, but I'm not available. As far as the res- the fact that people feared him, yeah, because you know the environment I was in, the fact that he people feared this man, yeah, it was like a level of respect that I had for him. Like he didn't niggas, niggas fear my pops. Yeah, that's my daddy. Like he he hey, you say the wrong thing, he whooping ass. Which is crazy because so, ultimately it's a little boy like it's my daddy. I'm yeah, proud of my yeah, daddy. Like, yeah, that's my, my daddy. daddy. Yeah, that's my daddy. That's my boy. Yeah, it's my daddy. You say the wrong thing, he on your ass. But yeah. it's like you know, in and out of jail the whole night. I think I think honestly to your to your point, I think as you get older, you like hey, man, you tripping like hey like I just like yeah man, you too old to be doing the same stuff. Yeah, but I un- and like I said. And I've been told I'm fucked up. Well, my wife said I'm fucked up. Just because... I don't think you fucked up. I just think it's... Uh, I'm like, my reality you know, is what, like... What, what I would say, you know, I want to use... Well, of course, you use the term fucked up, but you know, more of a... More, um... Well, when you say fucked up, we all fucked up in the sense. Yeah. I would say, but, but you know, say that... Um... I think she was using I, it as I, like I should I feel. Say, I would say the, the first step towards you know being open is you know um, not being in denial about it. You are aware of it that you had issues. Yeah, right. Much. And so whatever steps, healthy steps, to be slower, fast, you know, um, work towards that. Pretty much for I would say, and it is part of your healing. You know, I would say if it's you know where you prefer to use. But, um, you know, you know, you have issues, and, yeah, of course, up to you, want to work towards that, to um, make it better for yourself. And then for those that, you know, that look up to you or you're around. Right, right. I said, I do my best to be more, like you say, emotionally available, available for my kids. Yeah. Like I said, for me, like I said, that's one of the biggest things that I was like, once I was, as a parent, 
I need to get better as living the example, but I yeah. also need to get better as like physical touch, hugging him, kissing him, tell him how much I'm proud of him. Because you know, as a father, it's easy for me to refer to the disciplinary, like, okay, this is what needs to happen, this, 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 and this, and I understand this, but that's also like it's something like I had to work on too, is like being emotionally available. Like, okay, you sad. Why are you sad? It's okay to feel this way. Daddy gets sad too, and it's all that shit. Because you know, with daughters, we tend to be a lot more softer with them versus boys, it's like, alright, bro, you are. And even sometimes I have to like catch myself like, hey, bro, you tripping? Like, come on, man. And I'm like, well, damn, you a kid. School is fucking hard for you. Like, okay, cause like in high school, I'm like school hard, bro. Like, I gotta work. <laughs> I gotta work. <laughs> My thing, and like I said, because the upbringings are different. Yeah. My son is from University Park. This is a historic <laughs> district over here. People are more in their grass every two. Look, no, I get it because it's you like, bro, you're not from the hood. The so it's different. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I cool. So it's like something that make him sad when he tell me. I'm like, bro, what? You tripping? Yeah. And then, you know, you go back to when I was his age, was I doing that? Yeah. You, I'm, I'm calling my mom like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I was, right. when I was seven, was I proud? Yeah. She was like, no. So I'm like, what? Then I have to think. He didn't grow up the same no, way. No, you almost definitely grew up. So it's like, you know, I remember a shootout when I was four. Like, two dudes that, you know, this is everyday type thing. They ain't hearing no gunshots around here. You know what I'm <laughs> when saying? When they hear gunshots, they get nervous. Fred, it's based off, as I mentioned earlier, the environment. Right, right, right. And like, you know, you do your best to move, you know, from that environment and you got to lose that mentality as well. So like I said... And, and uh, I, I will say this, you know, regarding to that, the mentality environment, you know, even though for a situation, my family is very much divided, you know, sad to say. Um, I'm grateful to have families, a handful of family that I'm still connected with now in, in my older years. But regarding the environment, as far as you now probably being homophobic or underhandedly hostile, or no, you know, as far no, as you. you know, being emotionally available to your family members or children, I've seen that going up. And you know, me and my brother talk about as far as breaking generational curses, like as far as education. Um, you know, the drive to achieve more. You know, hey, young man, going. Rashad is going. You will become very distant. You know, um, not even trying to, because again, you know, the family is stuck in that mindset, and and then you're moving forward. You know, they don't know how, maybe how to support or to just be there. For an example, you know, already know my brother. I'm very proud to say, still. He has a Jewish doctor. He's a you know, doctor, has a law degree. And support is education. When my brother got his bachelor's, I was the only family there when he graduated. Damn, did not know that. When he got his PhD, uh, when he did not PhD, but when he got his Jewish doctor last year, May 14th, I was the only family there again so you see how far breaking generation curses and who's with you fully to support damn i did not know that that's damn okay and see that's one thing i could say about my family people mm -hmm. on the outside might be like y'all something wrong with y'all 
because the way we act. Mm -hmm. Like even as far as the story, like, you know, Thanksgiving. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just like just we you know share our stores like Thanksgiving time. I I brought my, you know my wife is there and mm -hmm. you got people outside of the family. You got one of my relatives breaking down his first robbery. Like this is <laughs> this is what he's talking about. He's discussing the first time he robbed a store <laughs> and people outside looking like you know we've all paid for our sins and all our wrongdoings, but people like. Bro, y'all really telling y'all y'all parents and I'm like this is just how we you know this nigga said my first robbery. What the fuck? If we graduate, if we if anybody do anything, they're gonna get back. Oh, we everybody gonna be there. It, we might be the most ghetto acting people you ever seen, but they gonna be there. That's what matters. They gonna most. support. That's what matters most. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It's just like I said, me now. Growing up and seeing other families and being involved with other people outside of mine, yeah, I realized we, we, <laughs> we <laughs> you never nothing to gain this, so now you're like, this is normal. Then you're like, okay, yeah, okay. like, okay, off a little bit. Like, we ain't supposed to be discussing this <laughs> in front of the elders, like, like you did what, like, you know, and it's just, it's just, you know, yeah. seeing a lot of things, like, like I said, um. People say, like, I'm trying to use a different word, like the fucked up part. Like, not necessarily like mean, y'all fucked up, but y'all are different. You supposed to have some type of emotion for this. Y'all yeah. ain't supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, well, this is normal. Which is crazy because if you are like, people like, people that say, people that are like, oh, these nonchalant people don't have emotions. No, I think some of them are some of the most emotional people because you know how hard it has to be to block your emotions? To be like, oh, I don't care. It didn't bother me. But you know how far they like, bring huh? your plate. Huh? Okay, like, 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 I can come with I can tell her wrap it up for me. Reggie, Go ahead. Um, Reggie, you may not know this, I'm very nonchalant in a sense. You know, because again, I am very emotional. Yeah, see? I'm um, good at this. I do this, man. I told you. I do I be knowing what I be talking about, y'all. I'm not sure. I'm not emotional. You are emotional, Fred. You get emotional when you get drunk. Cups of Oh, I do. Cap. Yeah. Bro, what the fuck, Fred? Okay. All right, he said cap, so that means a liar. He's a liar. He's lying. <laughs> Frederick, is <laughs> Frederick is lying. Bro, if I'm drunk, you drunk, and you talk stupid when you drunk. So <laughs> <I'm talking laughs> How fuck do I talk stupid when I'm drunk? You don't recall? I don't. I, I remember talking gibberish. I, <laughs> I remember being blamed for fucking syrup that I didn't waste on that fucking carpet. That's what I'm saying. You get drunk and do ignorant shit. You shoot holes in floors, waste syrup on carpet, lose cars. Exactly. Exactly. Let's see how crazy that sound. That's what he did. Right. Okay. Uh, once again, we referred that back to a previous episode. I did not like. Okay, I did. Okay, I shot the floor, but I didn't shoot the floor. What? 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 Yeah, exactly. I shot the floor with this. And this is who protecting us. This is this is he he worked for Uncle Sam. Nigga, I met you he in the protect the country. Nigga, I met He's you shooting floors, but not shooting. Right. Is it about choice? Yeah, okay. he did it. He did it but Man, okay, I'm not gonna lie, it was some alcohol involved. This is why gun safety is super important, guys. This is why gun safety is very important. I learned a valuable lesson that day. I always check to reevaluate if there's a round and a weapon. I accidentally reversed what I did for the first handgun. I was I was attempting 
two check trigger squeezes. I'm, I'm fascinated by the trigger squeeze in both of the handguns. Apparently, I didn't do for the first, the second one. I did for the first one, and there was a round. The first, the second is being drunk around it. Right, that's what I said. Fred, you a lot. You always drunk with handguns. What are you talking about? I don't play with handguns, oh. though. You do play with handguns. I've never played with handguns. Oh my god! How was I, I playing with? I was foolish for letting him see my handgun. That was, you know, didn't think because this military person would do the ignorant shit that he Fred, did. we're in the we were in the unit together. That's what I'm saying. Oh. We're in the unit together, but you, but you did the dumb shit. Okay, Fred. Okay. One only one of us gun got stolen was using a crown, but it's you know that's cool. Mm, what you what you what they got to do with me? It got everything to do with you. My my gun got stolen. Allegedly got stolen. Hey, it got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like, you sound like <laughs> the white boys about the ATL. For that. <laughs> it got stolen, brother. I found it, but it got stolen. So Sanjay, so do you have any grievance that you want to bring up or talk about? You know what I'm saying? Since you know you're on the show, the whole point, the whole point of me bringing you grievances. Actually, do I have any grievances about what though? I got a question. Go ahead. So you identify as gay. So do like you feel like you're a part of the the alphabet people? Yeah, you feel like you're a part of that. I mean, yes. Because here. Uh, and, and two things can exist at once yeah, as things. far as the uh, the term um, what's, the, what's the term I'm looking for Should I yeah, yeah, basically yeah, 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 co- like coexist coexist okay. because for one it's two strikes against me you know from what the first thing you know in society people are just looking at me and see what black, black man yeah. for one and then you know my culture well, our environment you know already is you know have their bias to me by religion or culture just being out as gay and again I mentioned out as gay yeah. out <laughs> so being dead is already two strikes against me mm-hmm. already um so have I suffered from both yes I have from being black in this, in this country and being gay within the culture as well Parts being bullied, ostracized, uh, demeaned. Yeah, so I identify you know, as, as both because I am both. So, like, but okay. also, but also under all of that, even though we have these, you know, um, course labels and races, whatever. At the end of the day, when people fail to look at someone, look at me. After all of that, I am human. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not trying to know this great, not me and being black. No, I love my things. And then I'm glad that I'm proud to stand out as, you know, um, gay. You know, I'm, I'm moving. I am. And then, you know, reason. So my question is, why, why are you proud to be gay? Well, for one, it is as far as courage. Okay. Um. It's not about sex, even though we're sexual beings. Yeah. All of us, gay or straight, black or white, whatever, Asian, whatever, we're sexual beings. Human, that's you know, how they feel, urge, whatever. But we're more than that. But the reason, in particular, for this instance of gay, because I grew up being demeaned, 
you know, you hear these phrases all the time of someone, especially black gay men, or mm-hmm. the gay men in general, gay people really, you know, if you grew up in a, a religious environment, talking about, oh, you'll never be blessed. Or, you know, God's not gonna, God doesn't love you, and all that stuff, whatever. Before I ask you, after all the shit I've been through, mm-hmm. I'm still alive. I am progressed to places where I have never thought how progressing. As far as an example, um, have to be, you know, proud of this achievement. Um, I'm an assistant branch manager. I never thought there, there would be a goal towards, you know, after all the hell I've been through in life and progress as far as being professional and t- t- just taking care of my well-being or just working, you know. Um, I never thought that. I think I have a degree to do all this stuff pretty much. I don't have a degree. But I'm persistent and persistent on my work ethic that I must do well and take care of myself and do my job and be professional as possible. And so this is a blessing in itself when people talk about, you know. Yeah, congratulations on that as well, man. So, you know, this part is just not a sexual thing, mm-hmm. it's more of a just going yeah, 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 and yeah. making something of myself, knowing that I am more than a sexual being that you try to demean me as. So how do you feel when you hear people yell, I'm proud to be straight? What does that mean to you? I'm proud to be straight? Well, you know, it's crazy because again, you never had to deal with the issue being straight, haven't you? I don't know the thing I'm at. I feel like now it's it's seeming like it might be. Well, yes, it's, 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 I'm gonna say this. <laughs> it is very sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you, black straight men, who are very progressive <laughs> with your feelings and being open-minded. That now it's called being sassy. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying I'm speaking on even the other thing. So, like, how my initial question was gonna go, like. I, kind of the definition of being homophobic so like if I choose not to date a transgender mm-hmm. I'm homophobic but it's like I don't necessarily think that I think like that. why like well no I don't think that's transgender it's just for his preference you know because for one you know and people again here's the thing as well I call it out too for as my opinion for as you know being part of the well I would say people need to learn the difference between preference it is one thing homophobic or I would say just hateful if a person is demeaning someone because they're trans Mm -hmm. you know but far as if you say like for me it's just my preference I'm not interested in someone of any any female image, I would say, for now. So, if you're trans or not, if you're born as a female, um, potentially as a woman or a trans, um, a transgender woman, if you come, want me sexually, I'm not going to desire it with you. You know, I'm still going to acknowledge it. For me, I like beauty. You know, not far as no someone is being beautiful. So whether you're male, female, um, transgender man or a woman, if you look nice or 
present yourself just just beautiful, you know, handsome or whatever. If I feel comfortable enough, I will acknowledge it to you that, hey, you look very good today or whatever. That's just, right, right. that's it, a compliment. That's all. Do you think? So for a sexual, that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to have sex with someone, you know, um, or engage someone in a romantic way, it's a preference that, you know, you, <clears throat> I don't desire that. No. To whoever it may be. Do you think it's. So if let's say uh, if a transgender identify themselves as a woman, mm-hmm. do you okay. think it's wrong if I guess the man that they're I ain't gonna say pursuing the man that they're talk, having a conversation with don't consider them as a woman. He's not calling them, you know, a he or whatever. But because normally on the podcast or the videos or stuff that I see, mm-hmm. the transgender is trying to basically be aggressive with that man. Like, don't you think I'm attractive? Don't you want to kiss me or something like that? For instance, genuine video. Mm-hmm. The it was two transgender on there, and the uh, the woman tried to kiss genuine. Mm-hmm. Genuine said no, and like he literally, she literally forced, tried to force him to kiss him, and. Because he didn't, the internet was labeling him homophobic. I think that's another side of it. I think I know exactly that video you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's another, that's the other side of the fucking internet that's, but that's it's, trying it's, to force themselves like in a space lot. that... Like every, every podcast that I see kind of mm-hmm. on that talk that talking point, yeah. it's been the same thing. Like the one woman asked, like, would you date me? He was like, nah, because I like women. Mm-hmm. But I identify as a woman. And that, yeah, he was like, I identify as a woman. He was like, but but you're not. And he was like, oh, you're fucking homophobic. You know, it got yeah, violent. It got violent. Like, you know, real aggressive. And so it was like, do you well, feel like that person? Here, here is this thing as well. Um, people have a right to their preference. Um, no. For one, in, 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 in this day and time, there are men and women who are openly. You know, to be with a person of the uh, trans, you know, they're trans, you know, trans men or trans uh, woman. So there is that right there. But think about this in general whoever you are, black, white, trans or not, gay, straight, you should never force yourself onto a person. Even for me, even though I may like someone, desire someone, I cannot, well, for me personally, force myself onto them. It's much better if it's free willing, pretty much. And, you know, even though you identify as this, doesn't mean this person is going to identify you as the same, whatever it may be, even trans. So I would say find your tribe who likes you for you. And I think that is it now. The thing is, when you become to the humanize someone, um, like laws now, pretty much going against trans people. If they're not, you, you're not looking at them as human beings. Right. Even though you don't understand their gender, probably not quite to understand, but they are human still. Whether they uh, did, you know, did um, a top arrangement or a full certain arrangement, they're still human beings. You, you know, and I think that, you know, Dating is something different. I don't understand. Um, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable there. I don't have that experience. You know, 
I just had this experience, you know, of a cis male, basically, you know, identified as a male, basically, you know. Right, right, right. All, all, all over uh, from birth. But um, I don't have that, as far as dating, that's something different. I don't have that experience or um, stories, so I can't speak to that. But far as treating someone with the dignity, give them opportunities, and uh, not being biased for for his jobs or just you know moving regular life, you know, shouldn't be I would say discriminated against. But far as no, yeah, that's yeah, totally yeah, different. Yeah, you know, agree. you can't be. No, that's just a personal space to me, a personal thing. You know, far as personal space, don't be coming off on me. I don't care if you. Uh, um, a gay male or not, a woman or not, don't be coming up on, on me if I don't want you in that matter. If I do want you in that matter, you know, you got to come correct. See, the so we own that, you know, you know, hit and quit it thing, basically. But other than that, you know, respect that um, boundary. Right. The stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm seeing online, and like I said, this doesn't go for all. Uh, like this is just what I see online. Oh. It's like they're tending to go after straight men, and it's like put them in uncomfortable positions. Even like just it's like they try to say things I feel mm-hmm. to make a person uncomfortable. Yeah. And then if that person reacts to the things that they say, it's like they label oh you're home you know you homophobic or they just make this big ordeal out of you know get to talking loud. I can tell you incidents. I thought it was funny. The mm. guy got on the bus. He was dressed like a woman. Clearly, was a man. Mm. He was like he uh, but he was like he's a transgender. This is just how he opened up the conversation. Like, I wasn't <laughs> even saying nothing to him. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I'm a transgender," and I was like, "All right." He was like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a woman, but I'm a lesbian." So I was just like, "Well, that's far as just taking it too far. We need some actual like experience. They just right." Because I need an actual like experience of a person that's trans having interaction with someone, not someone making a mockery or or a you know joke. Because because again, you know, for its perception, people are start looking at it as a joke, right? Or you know, someone you know, we're not um, someone to we're human. You know, even though I'm not trans, you know, someone try to make a mockery of me for as. Um, only gay men being feminine. We're not often. We're all, you know, in between feminine. Listen, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a culture. I didn't know there was a culture. I didn't know a top bottom pillow princess. I didn't know none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I went to. I went to that club. You know, I'm not into the labels. I don't care to discuss the labels. You know, it's just too much. Trust me, for me as a gay man, uh, identify as gay. You know. Um, even though people have their sexual preference or what mm-hmm. they desire or what they like to do or whatever, um, yeah, this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very reserved when it comes to that. In a sense, I learned to dating that girl. I mean, you know, I learned that. I'm, I'm learning this was, was It was, it was, it was a lot, and like just, it, it, it was, it was. I mean, I'm not as reserved, so I'm just curious. I'd be, I don't mind. Because I wouldn't know. Because I, I, you know, and, you know, so like even when I said when the old boy started talking to me, mm-hmm. you know, like he said he he was making he was trying to make me feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's hard to do. Yeah. So I was like, 
And then this was the city bus. Oh, so, so I mean, it'd be crazy stuff happening. So I'm driving and he was asking about employment. Yeah. And I was like, he said, do you think they'll hire a transgender? I was like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. And you know, then he just started, I guess, trying to make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know, I started trying to hold laughs in because he was, he, I'm like, he was really tripping on me. Yeah. Well, was this person white or black? He was a white dude. He was a white guy. Even with that, yeah. that's my own um, um, perceptions now, far as that privilege and stuff of that matter. Because ain't no black person gonna be doing it, but a black person trans gonna be doing that. <laughs> and some of that white people, again, that's just me. And like my opinion, before you know, like I said, even on, matter of fact, even on online, it's never been a black person. It's always somebody. It's our, even like uh, oh boy, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, he's a lesbian. So it's like he still has weed weed on him. He still has sex with women. That's what he do. He don't mess with men. He just he okay. said he was a woman. Okay. okay, but he was you know he's a lesbian, but you know he identifies as woman. So technically, that does make him lesbian. But I mean, he's was born. As a man, so that will make him heterosexual. Know that, but the person is that if they identify as a trans woman, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Let it be that, pretty much. I mean, you know, that's the whole point. As far as far as far as they get closer, there are trans men who are, um, well, basically female to male. Mm-hmm. They are still with women. So they still prefer. Women, for as a companionship, and then there are some that prefer men as companionships. So you can't correlate someone's gender to their um, sexual desire. I mean, I had a conversation with a woman. She said she was like, basically, it's okay for a straight male to be with a transgender. And I was like, if he likes that, it's likes fine. It, yeah. But her logic was. You date women, and she was a little girl. No, no, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, this literally, that literally makes and sense. And I was just like, y'all just say anything. I think it's just a re- reaction. I just a demeanor. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah. Like, why? I think the biggest thing I learned uh, was uh, from a guy in my unit. Uh, we were sitting in the vehicle, and one of the guy was uh, one of the guys was, made, was gay, and uh, me and the other other guy was was straight. And I think he was trying to relate to. He was trying to pretty much say that he can't relate to us with us because we're straight and he's gay. And I'll never forget as roguish as it sounds. Dude said he was like, "We can't relate." He was like, "We have a lot of things to come, bro." He was like, "You just like to suck dick, and I don't." He yeah, was that's like, what I'm "Why wouldn't you be able to relate?" Like, why? but I also, I, but I think also it, it had to do with what came with him being gay and already having those biases and fears of being. You know, because I mean, it, it, it had like through different struggles. Yeah, so I, I, I that's I think that's one of the biggest things I always recognize for gay people is that I I want to champion them, but not in a way that's pandering. But I also want them to realize that you are seen, and I do I do care that I I do care that you're gay, but I don't care as that doesn't define who you are. If that makes people sense, people still use it as you know uh, an insult. So. Guys, uh-huh. me, unfortunately, I have to end this. I have something else to attend to. Okay, go ahead. But ahead. I have enjoyed this conversation. It's very, you say, therapeutic. You know, I have this conversation with fellow black men, just in general. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. So, again, I have to go, but have me on, you know, and then we can 
Uh, pick back up where we live. Yeah. On yours again, and yeah, we gotta get, yeah, we gotta get Fred on there. On oh, trigger. Oh yeah, trigger. We gotta get you on there, Fred. Well, you left me last time. So I didn't fucking leave. You did. I seen it. Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? Thank you for coming by, Sanjay. I thank you for sharing this moment with us. Thank you for your vulnerability in this moment and, you know, educating us on that. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So let's do this again and um, I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. All right. So, as, uh, as, we, all right um, so guys, as we get ready to uh, end the show, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, uh, being a part of this. Uh, Fridge, got anything? No, man, it's just, you know, we, we had this conversation. We we need to get a transgender on here one day. Yeah, so if you know a transgender. Like a real one. Like a real one that, you know. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Because like I said, the, the, from what I be watching on this on social media and stuff, mm. like if you don't like them sexually, you, you're homophobic. And you know, as, as a straight man right now, if we do anything, it's the homophobia. Well, like I said, what I've been saying, it's like they go hard. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you like me? Well, I mean, I like what dude said, well, I like vagina. Yeah. And, you know, I guess he said it rude. Mm-hmm. And the woman's like, oh my God, that, you're so homophobic. You're like, nah. But what, okay, so what if that transition has a, a pussy, a new pussy, no marriage on it? The porn star said he feel the difference. Really? He know what a real vagina feel like. So, I, you know, hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure I've heard people say, but I'm I'm sure it don't hit like the real thing. <laughs> I'm almost, I mean, it doesn't have the same, you know. I mean, you know, I don't know. These surgeons get a real crap though. Uh, I don't know. He might drop a new motor that thing. I mean, does it get wet? Oh, that's a good question. Because, I mean, that's coming from a woman's body. That is a good you question. You have to use the tube. Like, it's a lot of... Damn, that's a good... I ain't thinking You know what I mean? Like, that's how a, deep is it? Damn, that's a good question. How deep do you make it? I mean, I don't know. I think they got the measurements on that. But I'm saying, what are, you know, niggas come in different sizes. So, what do you measure? You... Like, is, good. It, is it opening up into your body? Like, is that... That's kind of... Where is that going, Dan? If that's it, what I'm saying. Oh, that's a good fucking question. You're raising a good question. I ain't thinking about it. Like, it's, it should be a closing there. Because <laughs> you're a man... You know what I'm saying? You were born a man, so you don't have the same innards oh. as a woman, so... How about you look that up and tell us? Yeah, I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but... The world is getting, you know, it's different. Yeah, I'm you, just saying, I feel like Hollywood, and you think she's a bad one, and then you get in there and hit the bottom. Yeah, you're like, bad one. This has never happened to me before. <laughs> Maybe you ain't sliding a 12, 18. Oh. Maybe you got six, seven on a good day, and you feel like you should be hitting the bottom. <laughs> you got six, seven on a good day. You know, seven I, on a good day. I do want you females to know it's different It's different hard dicks out there. It is. Why women be trying to talk about our penis, but look, you didn't get my shit as hard as old girl did. It's loose pussy energy. Do- I like that. Fat girl energy. Mm-hmm. Loose girl. Energy. Loose girl. Loose yeah. vagina energy. We ain't fucking yeah. with that. Yeah, fellas, this woman out here buying barber shops, taking Ooh. you on shopping sprees. Don't fall for that loose cootie cat uh-uh. energy out here. Uh-uh. Loose cootie cat energy uh-uh. and how you just out here 
looking crazy. And that's Mr. Valerian Steer right there. You know what I'm saying? Hair falling out. Mm. Nah, it's women that's going to love you. Mm. Love your hair mm. back to health. Ooh. You feel me? No balls. I'm going to fall for it. Ooh. Man, stay true to you, King. Ooh. For real. And as we end this show, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to all the listeners from all over. Shout out to Germany, man. Shout out to Germany, man. Tonight we keep talking. Man, I was gonna keep talking. You guys keep talking. Oh. I thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in, for listening, shake, for sharing opinions. Shake. Man, I'm shout out to each and Tune in next week. We should be dropping that um, famous episode with our own girl, Brooke. We call it Feel So Love. Man, niggas be broke. Crazy, niggas be broke. So late. So like at the end of the day, shout out to y'all. This is the No Jive Podcast. No Jive, motherfucker.